Hey guys, it's Adam. I wanted to talk to you really quick about Buzzsprout. Um, Buzzsprout's a place where you can get your own podcast launched and you can start today for free. I recently started using Buzzsprout and I got to tell you, it's fantastic. I was moving my uh, podcast from one host to another and I ran into a little bit of a snag, but guess what? Buzzsprout had me covered. They helped me out. They interacted with me over email. It was almost real-time chat, and they got my problem solved within minutes. So you can't pay for better tech support. I think the thing is, with most companies, if you get a good place that has good customer service and good support, you can't go wrong there. And they make it easy. It's not hard when you have the right partners like that and the right support like that. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed, and you can join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get your message out into the world. So really, all you need is a quiet place, some gear you already have, like me, I'm using my phone right now and a, and a laptop, uh, and I'm getting this podcast out there, and I'm recording this, uh, this promo. So follow the link in the show notes, and that's going to let Buzzsprout know that I sent you. And if you sign up for a paid plan, it shows that you help support this podcast right here. I would really appreciate it. Hey, guys, thanks again, and back to the show. All right, here we go. So um, this episode of the podcast is completely different than all the rest and all the others. Um, hide your kids, because it's not safe for work. <laughs> not safe for work. Potty language coming. Uh, bad, bad potty words ahead. This conversation is a... a uh, podcast conversation with Fernando Gonzalez from Two Tails Training in Colorado. Thanks for coming, dude. How's it going, bud? Um, nice fantastic. I'm pl- I had a pleasure to have you here and uh, amazing uh, training yesterday. Cool. I had a blast. Um, I, real quick, i got to get some housekeeping out of the way. Uh, check out missionreliefnj.com. Use coupon code CASPER for 20% off. Everything except for the bundles. Can't get the bundles. But you get free shipping, too. Um, Follow me, check me out on, on social media, subscribe, follow, and like, the, and share this podcast to show your pre- appreciation and support. Um, it also generally makes me happy. So, Fernando, what's the, what's the background? How'd you get here for dog training? When did you start? <laughs> you want, do you want the, uh, the real version or the... Uh, the <laughs> the I, I, I like the real version. <laughs> True. Yeah. The, real, the real version, well, I mean, about 10 years ago... Uh, where it really started was about 10 years ago. Or maybe maybe more, because I've been saying 10 years ago for a while now. For 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, one of my good friends <clears throat> had adopted a bait dog. And if you don't know what a bait dog is, it's one of those dogs that they use to kind of rough up and get the other bigger dog excited for a dog fight, or mm. essentially piss off the other dog. P- pity. <clears throat> yeah, it was a pity, and it was super, super male uh, aggressive. Mm. And I didn't know anything about dog training, but I was patient, and growing up, I never was allowed to really have dogs, so whenever I went to a friend's house that had dogs, I was, you know, kind of obsessed over So them. you were the guy that was in the corner with the dog and everybody All hanging out? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. If there was a Pretty party... The, I'm everybody in the room, yeah. I'm introducing myself, and then I'm hanging out for the dog with the dog for the rest of the time there. For sure. Um... <clears throat> And so uh, I didn't know anything, but I was patient, and I was just able to naturally build a bond with the dog, and that made me feel a certain type of way about dogs, mm-hmm. and 
it was the it was the the only real validation I needed ever in my life was from dogs. <clears throat> You could, yeah, you could send me accolades from a bunch of people. I, yeah, it's, it's nice, but if a dog that wants to bite your face off uh, starts liking you, it's kind of kind of a good feeling. Yeah, and it rolls over, shows their belly, and you're like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, yeah, so it's just like every time I would go to a person's house, I would spend time training, doing things, and then um, eventually we get to. Uh, maybe about six years ago, five, six years ago. Um, and then after studying a bunch, working um, with 100 dogs for free, then I started, then I had the balls to start my own training company. And that's how essentially Tutil's training was originally. Okay, so look, you're basically putting your 10,000 hours with the rescues and that kind of stuff. <clears> yeah, I mean, dogs, whatever you can get your hands yeah, on. Yeah, there's plenty of books and stuff that I, but there's nothing that beats being able to work with dogs, period. Just doing it, yeah. You gotta do it. And when people ask me, like, hey, how do I get started in this? Like, yeah, you can read a book, you can learn about the, the science behind it and the quadrants and operant conditioning and this and that, but you just gotta work with dogs, man, period. End yeah, of story. Put in the repetitions, and I mean, it, it helps to know fundamentals and you know the, the science behind however it's not always convenient so I mean that being the case you mentioned something the other day um, was you know failing at a dog training session or not succeeding right away and imposter syndrome starts creeping into your head for, for sure a, little, a lot of doubt like yeah. oh my god am I, am I blowing this up or I, can I not do this mm-hmm. and you start like kind of spiraling I think sure. one of the other uh, uh, students was was saying that. So, uh, do you have one of those early on where you just kind of like what, yeah, uh, you use it as fuel or something like that? Bro, I have one of those every other week. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the answer I'm looking for. Because every single dog, at some point, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting there. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I I think that I my my process of figuring things out is a lot better because I've failed so many times. Hmm. So now I just have, now it's not much of the spiraling as it is like, okay, let's try this. Okay, let's try this until something works with the dog. Um, I don't see it, before it was, it was just your regular dogs. Now it's, now since we work with really special cases, um, you know, uh, you just got to get creative sometimes because there's just different temperaments, different personalities, different handlers mm-hmm. that won't be able to follow through with the things that you say. So it's kind of this just mix and match of what the perfect um, equation is to get there. But, yeah, it happens all the time. Um, I think I just handle it better now. Um, and I know that there's a solution. I just have to uh, find one. I think the only time that we haven't done that is with a dog that had a neurological disorder that eventually had to be put down. That's an anomaly besides that. That's I feel like so much the outlier. So yeah. far out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been one out of thousands. So yeah. um, besides that, I think every dog uh, deserves some good training. And any, any, any situations where you're just like, hey, this is, this is out of my league or it's not my specialty? I've, had, I've definitely referred people to different trainers that I respect mm-hmm. um, when I don't think me, the dog, or the client, or any of those, yeah. or maybe all together, are, are kind of flowing together. Um, I, that's why I, Is it mostly on the client side where it's like maybe this isn't working out, they're not receiving your message? Mm, no. I think sometimes uh, there's just certain dogs that I don't want to, that I, uh, that I don't feel like I would be a good match for. Maybe smaller dogs, dogs that need a little bit more uh, patience on, on my end. Yeah. Um, 
I have worked with those, but I've also just been like, hey, go to this place too. Because, yeah. you know, it'll be like during the summer, we're booked up. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. let's get you some help. And at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's okay to admit, I feel like it's okay to admit you don't want to work with every dog. Yeah, like, that's true. I know, or every client, too. They're, they're, yeah, definitely in my experience, too. I've had some where I'm just like, you know what, for some reason, we're not clicking. Yeah. And then I say, you know, you know who can help? That guy over there. It's really hard to do because, especially when you start off, you take, you, you, <laughs> shit, take, anything. you take, yeah, you take everything you want, you, you're selling yourself. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like, you know, I'm at the place where the consultations to see if I want to work with you. And it's still really difficult to tell people no. Well, it's, it's uncomfortable. But part of that is the, you know, kind of bittersweet of kind of having a little bit of success. You know, it's like it takes 10 years to become an overnight, yeah. uh, overnight success. Well, I, I want to continue the success, too. There's, so, yeah. so there's sometimes that people want to come in with, you know, and there's two big red flags. Um, what's the cheapest you charge? Mm-hmm. And... On the opposite side of the spectrum, money is not an issue. Oh, Whenever I hear any of those two, I fucking want to run away because I feel like the clients aren't going to put in the work. They're not going to put in the work because traditionally, if they just throw you the keys to the house and go go train a dog while I'm at work, that's not going to that's not going to make right. it. It's not going to make it. They have to they have to be all, all in. Um, okay, that's that's great. That's a great answer. Um, you know, what do you say to somebody that? rejects tools and techniques. There's a lot of talk. Everybody's talking about that right now, at least in dog training, animal behavior. Justin, Justin Nielsen from Cover Canine's nodding his head. No. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, uh, probably a strange approach to this. Mm-hmm. I started off as positive only, mm-hmm. and I encourage people to, if you even use tools, to maybe... Be intentional about only trying to work dogs with positive reinforcement because you're going to learn a lot about how you're supposed to train dogs. Yeah, but I think that's a heavier climb for most people. It is because it's hard, and you have to be you got to you got to be smarter. You have to be more ingenious. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um, my concept with tools is the same. I, every every couple of days, I will watch a video of dogs playing with each other, mm-hmm. and the way that they play with each other would break skin on my hand if they were to if play. Were, yeah. <clears throat> and so, you know, when when a you know wolf goes into a porcupine's den and gets quilled, uh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. But the wolf learns not to go there again. Right. Uh, uh, nature is very harsh with how it corrects animals. Mm-hmm. Um, where we could be way softer uh, and have them understand how to yield to that pressure in a way that is very, very fair. With that being said, when you don't, when you don't have the ability to correct the dog, you are taking the animal out of the animal. And to me, that's very. Uh, that's a that's a very disturbing thing to do because mm-hmm. it creates um, a a projected outcome that is not realistic to me. And that's yeah, anthropomorphizing. Yes, you know, saying this 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 is a this is a being, this is a child, this is this is my friend, my buddy. Yeah, I, I get that all the time. Well, you wouldn't do that to your kid. Yeah, my kid's not a fucking animal. He's yeah. not a dog. My my kid won't bite me if he's scared or hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, maybe. <laughs> no, 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 no. My, my, my daughter's awesome. <laughs> so, just for fun, um, who's your favorite dog? Tell me about your, your favorite all time. Um, client, first of all. Client? client? Yeah. Okay. Um, Atta. That's an easy one. Yeah. Roddy Mix, super, super dog aggressive. Uh, amazing client. Super, like, the, one of the the 
just too, super rotty personality, mm-hmm. kind of dumb, aloof, very cuddly, but it wanted to murder uh, dogs whenever it saw it. It had a threshold of about like 100 feet. And that one was, it, it came to me with a pretty decent, um, obedi- like it had gone through some good formal training. And um, that's when I realized how much the details really matter mm. of like fixing a heel that was four inches of a difference to change the threshold to half of what it was. Um, just nitpicking on things, mm-hmm. and it made me realize the importance of doing that. But that's, that's probably one of my favorite dogs. Favorite dog breed, Doberman, mm-hmm. easy. I love them. Favorite dog, um, my old dog Ruger, who was a chocolate lab. Um, What's I, that the love about it? Yeah, exactly. Labs, <laughs> labs are... Labs are the easiest. I told Erica yesterday they're the uh, best first dog to have and best last dog to have. They are. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they're just all around. You can't go wrong with them. They're resilient. Yep. Which is nice. They're super not super tolerant. Super tolerant. Uh, good personalities. Pretty well balanced. Uh, they're just great dogs. But I love Dobies so much. Dobies have my heart. Oh, yeah, totally. And I'm, I'm there with the lab because that my my first one was a yellow lab. Fantastic. Started off as a disaster. I mean, a disaster outside the home. Totally reactive, told, you know, just paying attention to everything else. So everything we've been going over in, in your class yesterday here in Jersey um, totally, totally resonated to back to that dog. And how I, how I started doing it, I, I bounced around the country working, doing something else in technology. And then when I land where, you know, I, I finally landed someplace, put some roots down. I was traveling a lot and I boarded my dog somewhere and I said, ah, I need a trainer. I've been through you know, Petco and you know, the regular trainers. And those trainers are trying to do the best with the tools they have. Sure. How, much, how much could you get through when there's 40 different people in the room, 20 dogs, and one, one instructor that's got to turn the class over every 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, you can't... You can't it's, it's, like, it's like speed dating for therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Seriously. I'm looking for a therapist? Swipe right. Swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, probably the mental health part of it. Um, I think uh, everybody struggles with, I would have, should have, could have done better, and uh, beat yourself up a little bit, at least I do. Yeah. I'm always introspectively looking like, hey, I could have done this better, I could have, I should have, I didn't, I said that wrong. Even if I stammered or I told some stupid joke, that didn't land. Sure. You, know? yeah. you experience that a lot? I mean, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, the important part is to have a uh, good balance of, self-critique but to not go into the side that's going to make you think a little bit too much about it Mm -hmm. but just to get better from you're always going to hit and miss man i mean that's the whole point but you know if you don't try and get out there and be your your true self then why why you know why it be in this career yeah and you and i talk about analogies a lot yeah yeah i think i think the best way to describe to a quote-unquote civilian that doesn't train dogs every day, how to make them understand these things. and um, Kind of like, you know, the Yankees go to batting practice every day, but they're preparing for the World Series. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, I need to see pictures, and mm-hmm. I, 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 it's hard for me to conceptualize things, too. So people need to, in other aspects of my life, you know, when I'm learning something new, people have to really hold my hand and show me. Um, what I need to do. So do you, I, do you need the kick in the ass or the uh, carrot? Yeah, I need both, man. I need both. I'm I'm a inherently very lazy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And um, mm-hmm. I, I've gotten pretty good at tricking myself to not be. <laughs> Convincing but, yourself you're yeah, doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, but I need accountability. I need direction. Yeah. So I take it upon myself that, you know, that's what everyone else needs too, even if they don't. Um, the people that do kind of just, you know, end up getting it. What's your favorite part of all this? Training, training trainers first and then training, you know, clients and their dogs. I like giving people their life back. Yeah. Like, that's why... I, I, kick my, I kick myself in the ass sometimes because I'm like, man, why am I? Why can't I just with, work with regular dogs? <laughs> why can't I be normal? <laughs> I see other people working with like these just happy-go-lucky dogs, and I'm like, man, why? Why am I doing this? And then once I see the results and people getting their life back and how happy they are, yeah, people that I haven't been able to have a Christmas for years at their house, and all of a sudden they have or people over, yeah, 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 friends. And then they finally can, like, that's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, you, can't, I think we're gonna, you, you can't beat that feeling up. Thank you, man. I, I think we're going to wrap here. Um, I'm going to recommend if anybody knows anything about dog training or wants to, go to Two Tails uh, in the Colorado area, I guess the uh, Rocky, Rocky Mountain area. Yeah, Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, and uh, check them out on social media. I mean, you will learn a ton just by watching, you know, a 30-second clip. Um, also, you know, if you have the opportunity to hire him as your trainer, do that. But take his master class if you're not there. And that's actually, like, I think if you have access internationally, people that are listening to this can yeah. actually subscribe and, you know, interact with you. And you've been real supportive. Like, when I subscribe to the yeah. master class, I've been recommending it to a couple of folks that are here that can't even do the second day. I think you were talking about one yeah. of the, the dog walkers. Um, Fantastic material, and thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for talking, man. Pleasure.